What's good? Listen, so I was just going to hop on here. I'm not even sure if I'm going to upload this one. I did try to, um, I did do a podcast like two or would have been Monday night and I did put it up, but then I took it back down. It is funny as hell. Okay. Um, I am definitely keeping that one, um, for myself, um, it really helped me get through a lot of my thought process. So I hope that with this one, I'm a little bit more concise. But when I tell you that one is so raw, because what happened is you probably will see it in the title is um, I'll, I'll kind of add a little bit of the melodrama to it. But I don't know for those of you who've been with me on this journey for a while, I want to say it was this year. It wasn't that far back because we're only in March, end of March. I want to say it was this year within the last three months that I came on here and I made a declaration and I said, I am no longer um, part of the twin flame journey. And similar to what I'm doing with this one, the first one that I put up, and I know a lot of, like, I have a regular um setting of how many people watch my stuff but with this one it was like by the time I woke up in the morning and reflected on it and decided to take it down a good chunk of people have seen it but I was acting a damn fool like I was just going off I was being so funny I had so much fun with that one and then I came back and I did a you know, holy and sanctified and moisturized version of the I'm no longer on a twin flame journey. But part of what I did in, in that podcast was I was talking about how, you know, the reasons why I didn't want to, I, I was recusing myself from that journey. One of my pet peeves is just the, you started to, me starting to analyze the structures surrounding what I currently understand of the twin flame journey um, at that time and still am single, I started to realize that, okay, I, I, I went into the twin flame journey thinking that it was my ex and then realizing that he wasn't my twin flame and then thinking, um, well, there's not a lot of information out there for single divine feminines like that are waiting for the twin flame. But then as I started to like calculate, like, you know how you have that picture of that one woman with the blonde hair and there's like a whole bunch of like hieroglyphic formulas and she's starting to like look at all the formulas and the math is either mathing or not starting to math and it's not computing or it starts to, you start to figure out that and you probably don't want any parts. And so I started to kind of just analyze what that journey means. And what that journey means is you're looking at, if I'm saying that I'm single, right? Because a lot of the um, people in that community have been waiting for three years, five years, eight years, 11 years, 20 years for their divine, for their twin, quote unquote twin, to come back and tell them that, you know, 
All my life I've been longing for you. I've just been busy smashing my wife or the other person I left you for, but you've really been on my mind this whole time. I know we haven't been in communication or contact or whatever. I've been raising my kids and going about my day-to-day routine, you know, and, and but you've been on my mind this whole time, and I really do love you from the depths of my heart. It just took me goddamn eight years to get to you. So <laughs> I did so me then being single I was like wait so if I'm saying that I'm waiting for my twin flame that means I'm still waiting to meet a significant person that I'm going to see and value and hold in high regard and then he's going to drag my fragile little heart through the mud um, add instability and chaos for three years, five years, eight years. I was like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. And so, but what was funny too was I would say like maybe two or three days after that, because a lot of you know that I'm interested in, in the planetary placements. I've been paying more and more attention to them. Um, I will say that with me learning the the different planetary placements, there's some really juicy energy coming up, but it's me trying to figure out a way to, to, to get it across to you. So I'm going through the energy and I understand the energy and I can see it in how it's playing out for me and other people around me. And it really helps me understand why people are saying and doing certain things um, and also what it means for the whole year ahead. So I say all of that to say, um, I believe it was Saturn um, transits the world, transits every eight to 10 years or something like that. And so I remember thinking, I was like, oh, that's probably in time with why this quote unquote twin flame person tends to wait like eight years or 10 years to come back around and be like, all my life, I've just been longing for you and thinking about you. And you've been on my mind, haven't called, haven't texted, haven't emailed, haven't communicated it to you. But that's when they re- re- resurface. It's kind of like retrograde, but on a longer term. Like I've noticed with my exes too, like either myself or them will also reach out around retrogrades. Um, but at this point, like, I don't, I don't have very many exes. So we've been through most of the cycles with most, I've been through the cycle with most of them. Um, so, so, um, I say all of that to say, so Monday morning, I get a, a text from one of my exes from like freaking, I think it was like 10 years ago. It was a long time ago. And that's the one I went to um, college with. He was like 6'11". We're both in the MBA program. Um, And um, he used the same tactics he did back then. Like after we stopped talking, um, I want to say within a year could have been this and and I'm gonna end it with with the um the beauty of of all of this and I think the timing the significance for me but um this is the thing I think that one of the humoristic sides about this is that 
um, when I watch readings, like one of I have one, of, I've mentioned my favorite tarot readers on here, but um, I'll have them running in the background. And it has always tickled me, and I've mentioned this before, when they're like, girl, I see an ex coming back, and I'll be just like kikiing and laughing or giggling wherever I'm at, because I'm like, ain't no ex going to contact me. I have them on block, block, delete, delete. And I have moved several times. Like, the only way you're going to find me is if you freaking do, like... I don't know, an FBI investigation or some type of shit, or I come up on the news in a mugshot for something. I don't know, but it's not going to find me, okay? (laughs) And all this time, I just thought it was so funny. And I'd be watching it and like reading the comments from other people. And I'm like, girl, what you mean? And um, one of them, she's so funny because she's like, girl, this guy, he going to pull up at your front door you're going to be backing out of your garage and he's just going to be there like, what's good? And I was like, oh, hell the hell no, he is not. I was like, I'm just cracking up, right? I'm like, not over here. I'm part of like, you know, black and delete gang, you know, mm-mm. but I do get it. I'm learning like people are just people. You have Scorpios who will forgive. I am not the forgiving type. Like I'm not, mm-mm. I would say also, like, if you're dating somebody that has Scorpio placements, especially if it's in their Venus or their moon, maybe their sun, their rising or their Mars, um, and they make it known to you that, that they like you and you know you're on thin ice, like, come correct, because when they cut you off, it's, it's, it's cut it cut off for, for a while, like, for good, because I think... As with any relationship, like I, I was pretty quote unquote long suffering. I think that I'm also at a point, I'll, I will slip this in here. I think I'm at a healthy point where I can laugh about things a little bit. I still kind of will get a little misty eyed and stuff like this. Um, but it's at that point where you, I think that there were some complicating factors where, um, because of the way that things happen and how I found stuff out, it really did hurt my hurt me a lot. Um, and just because of my, my personal makeup. But at the same time, I do understand and I think that I want to drive this point moving forward for other people is you're, you, you know, kind of tying into this person reaching out to me from 10 years ago. I'm not even that person anymore. Like, and so... You're, it's it's possible that you could grow apart. You can find out that you're not compatible. I think that one of the things I want to kind of, um, if I, if and when I get back into doing like love readings and relationship readings is the importance of um, conscious coupling and conscious uncoupling. And I got that concept from... Oh, yeah, I I know for sure I have a podcast that has either conscious coupling and conscious uncoupling. And I did give tribute to the person who I got that concept from. But I actually like that um, because you're more um, intentional about who you're allowing into your space. Not that we're not, you know, we're not that we're trying in some way to do it. But I think that... um, 
like I said, I think that once I'm, I'm there, I will start to talk about it more. And I think it's actually going to have the sense of humor that will that we kind of need because it is a heavy topic, but but we can navigate through it. Um, but um, yeah, so I just thought it was funny that he reached out and, and this is the thing. So me being a Scorpio, I would say to any of, of the other people who are in the block and delete gang, and you're right along there with me and you're like, you're, there's no way this person's going to find you. I would say the weakest link is definitely family and friends. Like the same thing he did last time is now. When I tell you, I barely, barely remember this person and I don't even remember like his birthday. I couldn't tell you what sign he was. I don't really remember too much. Like, you know, I just remember the bare minimum, which is kind of like a sweet spot. I know, rude, whatever. Same thing with my first boyfriend. I mean, I'm at the at the point with my first boyfriend where it's kind of like his name is unique, so I will remember that. But in terms of like everything else, like even his birthday, I don't remember it. I know he was a Le- I remember he was a Leo, but at that point it's because I'm really attracted to a lot of Leos. But it, again, it has to do with their personality type. Um, I have another friend that's a Leo. In fact, I haven't talked to her in a while. Her birthday's coming up. Um, she likes to turn up for her birthdays. But um, all of that to say, so so he, the weakest link is going to be family and friends. Um, and he's really like well was apparently not because the tactic he used this time around but it's like I wasn't dumb then I'm not dumb now he really was really close to two of my brothers but one of them in particular like they're really good friends and I guess they lost contact I know my brother has changed his number the one that he keeps in contact with over time but what he did is um we have a mutual friend and um, that mutual friend, he had reached out to me like about two weeks ago and y'all know me, like, I don't know. I'm in a space where I'm not returning everybody's phone calls. I already kind of told you guys, I've allowed myself to be petty and develop all of the negative Scorpio traits and Virgo traits and Pisces traits all in one. Like I just talk to who I want to. And if I don't really want to talk to you, it's not that I don't like these people. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm probably going to give Scorpios a bad name or Vogers a bad name or Pisces X or whatever a bad name. But um, so I did reply back to him. I was just like, hey, are you good? He's like, yeah. He's like, call me when you get a chance. So I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. But um, I thought about it, didn't really want to do it. So, but I now knowing what I know, what happened is the friend that, the ex he asked him for my number which he's done this before and if I'm not mistaken he gave him my number last time but last time it didn't work because he was he um said that he needed it under the con pretext that he needed to talk to my brother and so um back then I was just like but you guys are like in the same vicinity like you're gonna see them at church or whatever whatnot but so didn't pretty sure I didn't reply then I remember one time I went to church and he's 611 so it's one of those things where I'm coming out of church coming out of the you know sanctuary all holy sanctified dignified you know Christian girl whatever good girl type of thing 
And I just walk up and I'm just looking up and all you just see is head and shoulders like, and it's like weird like the best way i could explain it is like you know when you have the all-seeing eye it's like from this movie like every time i think that i think that just like you're trying to like walk away as fast as you can and you just see like the eye just like following you and it's like and it's just it's there's but um i think um so yeah what he did is he so based on the I guess events what happened is this person texted me at in the morning and all I saw is because my my brother's a junior so I saw my dad's name but when I opened the text it was like oh hey um I'm wanting to talk to and he put junior and he's like I want to get in uh back in contact with him and then he put this is so and so like his you know his name and I'm like I immediately deleted it. I couldn't tell you like the number or anything or anything like that. I just think like, you know, um, it just is what it is. (laughs) You know, my brother's going to have to find a way to just get in contact with him. Um, Or he's going to have to find another way to get in contact. I don't know. Mm. Um, I think that... um, this is kind of like an indicator for me too. I've been toying with the idea of getting another phone and or another number. Um, but that that kind of like put the nail in the coffin, if you will. Um, and I'm planning to move again anyway. So, <clears throat> but I think that um, with me getting a new number, it's like having conversations with people yet again, because I've mentioned this before on this podcast, like I've had to have this conversation with my family, with my parents. Um, my parents haven't so much given out my number, but they'll be curious, like, you know, who they, why I'm telling them not to give the person my number. It's like, I, they don't have my number because I don't want them to have my number. But sometimes people will just call like my parents and um there's a story behind that if you heard it from the last podcast then you got it if you didn't I'm not gonna go back into it again but um um I think that with me giving my number to my friends again because I I also shared with you like I have that one girlfriend that um like one of her cousins like he you know there was a time like I would be friendly and I would talk to them and whatever whatnot but it's like this time coming around I just I don't want to talk to you bro I don't care if it's about no I just don't and um so she would be like trying to reach out and trying to see like if I'm you know trying to make sure she has the right number because she's in Canada And um, to make sure that it's just you can tell how they move. But she was trying to confirm she had the right number with me. And it was one of those things where I hadn't heard from her in a a while. And then he reached out to me. And I like, you know, when you leave the person on red and it's like, again, I just. Busy podcasting, catching sun, I don't know making snow, snow, um, snowmen. I just, I'm, I'm busy. So, um, right after, so she had reached out to me and I, after all, like, it's been a while, but I still consider her to be a good friend. So I, um, texted her back, we caught up, whatever. And then he, um, 
he reached out again or something like that. So it was like kind of trying to confirm that it was my number, but I knew there was a connection between, because like I said, people, these two, like him and the one that gave my number to this guy and the one that um, is in Canada, like, you know how it is, if, if you understand, like you have friends who have a certain MO and the timing and how they do things. And like I said, this is ongoing over years at this point. So I feel like with me getting a new number, it's like giving it to them, but it's like, listen, do not give my number to anyone. And if you give my number to anyone, like at this point, just, you know, just consider yourself like eternally dismissed because, um, yeah, like, I feel like I'm at a point where, you know, my lifestyle is changing. I'm paying very close attention to who's in my circle, who's in communication with me, who loves me, who cares about my well-being, um, and who I, I like to be around. And I think that, you know, it's one of those things, and, and I'm not, you know, it's going to be interesting because I think even moving forward, like, with any future dates or anything like that, it's like, what all that means it's so funny like do you know the thought that just came to my mind but this is not practical this is how you know like don't worry I'm not in these streets dating because but this is this is for this exact reason I was like maybe there's a way to like have a boyfriend but not even give him my phone number (laughs) listen well um and the reason it even came up as an option, I know this is so, I probably will regret this and just, I don't know, come back and delete this part out. But it's like, I've been talking about how we're at a pl- place and point. If you choose to date, hide your apartments. I don't think it's at, we're in a point where I think men should be knowing where you live. And so in my mind, I just went to, I was like, well, if I don't need to tell him where I live, maybe I don't even give him my number too. But that's obviously not going to work if you're wanting to get to know someone. But maybe that's where I'll give him like my burner phone number or something. But I will be fixing that sooner than later anyways. Like I said, I think it's been a long time coming. Let me wrap up with this. So I think, you know, one of the things I've been talking about, and I hope this kind of helps somebody too, because, and it's even was healing to me as I thought about that and the time that I'm recording this now that happened on Monday, I had some time to kind of sort through my my thoughts that Monday night. And like I said, it was kind of funny, um, but I decided to just basically not keep it up. But... Um, and so since then, that really helped, I think, getting speaking it out onto what would have been a podcast, and then having Tuesday and Wednesday to kind of just get clarity on where I stand on things. I've been talking about how my last relationship, I know it's going to take me some time to heal. It's not that like with the other relationship, I think, you know, that's where I start to um, understand people grow apart there's going to be incompatibilities and there's healthy ways to deal with that and protect yourself from heartbreak. Um, And so I think subconsciously, one of the things I've been banking on when I say I need at least three more years to kind of get over it, it's not like holding on to the pain, but it's just like understanding that I'm going to fill my, my headspace with so many other thoughts and so many other memories and time really does heal pain. I mean, it's going to be to the point where 
you know, this last relationship, I won't even remember certain things or the, you know, anything about it. And that's, to me, part of the healing process. I mean, I, I could probably, it's like, when you know, when you have a scar and you have it there and sometimes like when you first get it you remember like every time you stub your toe or I don't know but like um I do have some some injury stuff on me but I remember there was a time when I first got it um I'll say this I had gotten burned and I every time I came around that certain situation or that type of thing I would uh, like remember but now it's like I will look at my arm and it will take me, you know, like, even like right now, it's like, oh, yeah, I did get burnt at that one time. And, you know, and I remember the pain, but it's like, it's so far, it's so distant, and that type of thing. And so it's kind of the idea of, um, yeah, just banking on time does heal. And time does allow you to kind of move on. I think that this is very important for me because, um, like I said, that that last one cut deep. Um, I do understand the nuances. I think that I could see where it was almost in a way a perfect storm because at the time I also was not working. Um, uh, meaning going to work for someone else and going, you know, out, which would have really helped a lot. Um, and then I was also listening to Universe Guru and she was saying after a breakup, it's good for you to just get up and travel or go somewhere. And I totally actually agree with that. Um, but we were in the middle of a pandemic and I think it's kind of funny too, because that is a limiting belief. If I had to live the pandemic all over again, I probably would be one of those people who was still traveling in the middle of a pandemic, but I was kind of more adhering to the guidelines type of a thing. But, um, so a little bit of a perfect storm combination that was going on there too. But, um, I don't see myself going through that again. If, if I entertain the, the idea of getting into another relationship, um, I think I'm going into understanding that I'm getting ready to have my heart just trampled on. And so at that point, anything that happens is like, okay, just travel, take a vacation and push it, keep it pushing, keep it moving type of a thing. Um, but yeah, that first one, that, that one, I took that hit pretty deep. Um, and then, you know, just being confined and having way too much time to think things through, it just was like, I wouldn't, (laughs) I wouldn't do that again. But, um, like I said, I think that it's so nice in the sense that the, the, the definitely the silver lining on this is I can think back to that and it's so far that there's no pain or anything. And it didn't, that relationship didn't end bad at all. But I'm just saying like, I'm going to get to the point, I'm in the middle where it's like, I'm looking back at things from before. And I can remember when, when the breakup happened and, you know, feeling it a little bit, but I think that was a more healthy breakup to what everybody else is used to. And coming from something where it was like really kind of like more painful, um, and, um, I think that, um, I can see where I've come from and what the healing looks like, and I know what to look forward to. And I know that, 
um, it's so cool because in 10 years, I'm going to be an even better version of myself. I will have done so many things and tried so many things. And it. I hope that that's kind of making sense is, is what I'm trying to drive home in the last three minutes. It's like, whatever you're going through, um, I know that some of us, some of us are a little bit more able to, to maneuver heartbreak a little bit. Um, and, um, I, but, um, just give yourself time and you will get to the point where you can laugh about things and you won't, it won't be wearing so much or so heavily on you. So yeah, I think I'm done for today. I think this is my third podcast for today because I did a couple of Shibu or like crypto stuff. And then this one, I just wanted to share with you. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, but I see the silver lining on it. I think that there's a little bit of divine timing to just remind me to just keep going, to just keep growing, um, to keep healing. And, um, and I just, again, I thought it was so funny because, uh, you really do have people reaching out to you after 10 years. Um, and there are people, I think that one of the other things I was kind of driving home with the podcast that didn't, I didn't post up was um, um, freedom of choice. I think that there are going to be people in twin flame relationships that will want to then take that opportunity to reconnect, but not me. And I think I'm just that small, co- you know, collective that is here to remind you that you do have free will, that you don't have to um, stay binded to the to the contracts. I think that, you know, you are free to explore other options and to explore things such as soulmates or, you know, companionship or other things like that. But you don't have to go back to the past. It doesn't make me a bad person. It doesn't make him a bad person. But you can exercise your free will. So that was another thing that I wanted to kind of drive po- drive home <laughs> in midst of all the humor and gossip and everything else that's going on. So I hope this had some nutritional value, spiritual nutritional value. Hopefully you laughed a little bit, um, um, but hopefully that you grew out of it too and that it encouraged you to kind of just push through, especially if you're just getting out of a breakup. All right, peace.